Welcome everybody to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, comedian, Stereos Coconos. I hope you could hear the air quotes around that word. But speaking of comedians, we have an actual one here. It's Sriracha Say um, Hi. I'm not a comedian by any stretch of the imagination. You ripped it apart at the Montreal show. Do you remember five minutes ago where I sat here and could not think of a single knock-knock joke? Yeah, how many times do you watch Netflix and you put on the latest Jerry Seinfeld and he's telling knock-knock jokes? Okay, well, Netflix doesn't have... Oh, wait. Yeah, they do. They do. They made him a special or something? Yes, he's had several Netflix specials. Oh, serious? Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know, Sriracha. Why did the chicken cross the road? Large seeds. (laughs) To get large... See, okay, maybe you're not. Okay, maybe you're not a comedian. Women aren't funny. We have here's the tease we do at the top of each episode. Tease. I'm gonna tease. We will be doing one of Sriracha's Survivor screeds. She has a lot of thoughts on a little girl named Wendy. We will also, speaking of reality, be talking about two new shows that I watched: Cutthroat Kitchen and Chopped. Of course, by new shows, I think these are shows that have been on for 12 years. At least five years. Yes. Because uh, I watched season 14 of Chat. Anyway, we'll get to that. I want to remind you guys that me and my buddy Joe Stapleton, who just opened for Norm McDonald, are doing a live stand-up show Saturday, March 23rd. That's this Saturday. Wow. Um, at uh, 10 p.m., down in the village in New York City. Tickets are still available. They are going fast. We only have a couple left, so you are going to want to hurry. You go to twitter.com slash Asterios. Uh, it's the pinned tweet. Uh, you can find them. Get them. Come to the show. Hang out with us later. We're going to have a good goddamn time. Bring a bird. <laughs> bring a bird. If you have a bird, bring a bird. <laughs> bring all of your birds. Siraj is going to need something to do while I'm doing stand-up. And ideally, it would be scratching a bird behind its listen holes. Listen hole. Oh, my God. Somebody brought, let me tell you, Lobster Magnet, if you're listening to this, Lobster Magnet is a gentleman that has the most well-behaved monk parrot I have ever seen in my bird. life. It was a really good bird. It wears a diaper, and it walks around, and it goes to bars. <laughs> yes. It wears a flyper, also known as a flight suit. Now, Sriracha... You've watched videos from the inventor of the flight suit. I do. Why does he call it a flight suit as opposed to a bird diaper? Because they think bird diaper sounds too negative. It sounds like something ridiculous. So they call it a flight suit. Now, here's what a flight suit is traditionally. It's what someone in the Air Force puts on (laughs) before they get into a Top Gun style airplane and blow up the Russians. Now, here's what a flight suit is to a bird. It's a way they can take a dump outside. And not take it, because the birds take a dump a lot. Birds take a dump, I think, every 20 seconds or something. I did not know that. They call it voiding. They void once every five minutes or something. I, now, here's the thing. She might be over-exaggerating for comedic effect again. Sriracha is a comedian. But these birds might also poop every five minutes. I don't know about birds. They poop a lot. They're small. You know how often like, you get pooped on when you're holding a bird all the time? Now, when we went to the budgetorium last time we were in Florida, you got pooped on, and the lady said that was weird. The lady really? was like, these budgies traditionally don't poop on people. They must have really been excited to see you. Oh, don't you remember? No. Okay. You must have been, Okay. I took Sriracha to Gatorland last time we were in Florida. I'm taking her to Gatorland again, either today or tomorrow, dependent on the selfie lighting. And screw the gators. I don't care about the gators at all. I want to see. They have this thing called the Very Merry Aviary, but I call it the Budgetorium because it's just, it's a cage, essentially, that you walk in that's big enough for people to walk in, and there are hundreds, maybe thousands of budgies in there. It's incredible. You are, and they sell these seed sticks for a dollar. It's popsicle sticks that they put seeds on and honey is used to stick the seeds to the sticks. And Sriracha was so overwhelmed by the sheer number of birds that at first you refused to hold a seed stick. 
I know. I don't want them to bite me. You got scared. I was so scared. Of the thing you love so much. But I love them so much. There's just so many of them. All she does all day. Here's what she'll do. She'll Instagram me pictures of birds. Then she'll text me and go, did you look at the pictures of birds I sent you? True or false? True. And there's a great Instagram account. I think it's called JS Aviary. It's really good. Oh, my God. They're the best accounts on Instagram are the ones that are just run by parrot breeders. Yes. Because you get some. There's one I saw that they open up the hatching chamber or whatever, and then just hundreds of baby birds all start screaming at the same time. They hate being alive. It is this thing that looks like a goddamn toaster oven. They like, literally, they open a hatch and they pull out a tray that Sriracha, while working at Whack Donald's, would have used to make Chicken McNuggets. Yes. It's the same kind of tray. Wait, what? You don't make Chicken McNuggets in a tray? Now they do. Oh, explain. Okay. Sriracha hasn't worked at McDonald's for a long, long Whack time. Donald's. At Whack Donald's. sorry. And that's okay. But a couple of years ago, when they went to all-day breakfast, they found a way to dual-use certain trays. That was the only way they could do it. Sriracha, can you explain the difference in the past between the breakfast and the lunch shifts at, at McDonald's? Uh, after 10.59, you couldn't get breakfast at McDonald's. Back in the day, you couldn't get breakfast. They had no all-day breakfast. You could get a burrito anytime you want because those go in the microwave. <laughs> but why couldn't you get breakfast all day? Was it because maybe they used different cooking implements? They use different trays. Exactly. They use different trays in the past. And when you put one food on a tray that typically belonged to another food, there was some taste blending there that wasn't good. That's why they couldn't do all day Whack Donald's. But they found a way to make the McNugget trays also be able to be used for the egg McMuffins without frigging up the taste. My mom's in the other room. I don't want to say the mm-hmm. bad word. You didn't know this? Um... No, I knew it, but you said they found a new way to cook them. That's not how you cook them. You just, you fry them and then you dump them in the tray. Not anymore. Now they put the frozen McNuggets in one of those baking trays. Wow. That is incredible. I did not know that. It's a whole new McDonald's. The fryer is only used for hash browns and french fries now. Wow. That is crazy. That you just blew my mind. That's how they can give us the gift that is all day breakfast. Because you can put a McNugget next to a McMuffin and have a great McTime. Is it still, do you still, why don't they put the McChickens in the McNuggets? Look, I don't work at McDonald's. This was all explained to me. (laughs) It's all chicken. (laughs) Look, by the way, wait, Sriracha, pause for a second. Real talk. Did you hear how convincing I just was about all that? Yeah. I really sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Do you not? Is that not true? Somebody explained this to me a long time ago. about the dual use of the trays i just like i honestly and if you listen to my old podcast like you will hear me say the phrase dual use trays several times (laughs) i just really like talking about mcdonald's if it's as if it's some kind of military ordinance you know what i mean i do i could talk about me let's keep talking about mcdonald's i'd love to do they still is it all is all day breakfast its own menu or can you only get certain things during all day breakfast like after 11 o'clock i have no idea. I like okay, an egg McMuffin. I'd expect all day, but like the thing they do where it's like a chicken biscuit. Yeah, I don't know if it's fair to expect that at eight p.m. Yeah, our McDonald's didn't serve those at all. Those were those came out later after you quit McDonald's. Oh really? I don't. I don't think they did because I remember people coming up and getting mad that we did not have chicken biscuits. Wait a minute. No, I forgot. You're super young. No, no, no. You're right. They did have them. Available generally. That's like a southern thing. Is it? Yeah, I, I thought it was. Yeah. But um, what was I going to say? I remember I have eaten everything at McDonald's yes. has to offer. Well, mostly everything since I, everything that was available when I worked there, I've eaten at some point. What is your favorite McDonald's? Well, my favorite thing to do on this podcast is to interrupt any conversation we're having and turn it into a segment. It's time for a mixed segment. Okay. Yeah, I love McDonald's. Here's, I can talk about McDonald's look, all day. I can also talk about McDonald's all day. She used to work at McDonald's. I'm a big fan of McDonald's. There's a McDonald's down the street. We both love McDonald's. Okay. Here's what I think we got to start doing for the segments. Okay. I'm going to sing a little theme, or you can sing a little theme, and then we'll, we're going to ask Wick to turn it into a, like a stinger. 
ain't sure about that one, Chief, but go ahead. All right, so here we go. Zwick, ready? Three, two, one. Ba 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 ba. I love talking about McDonald's. Ba 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 ba. ba. Dual usage trace. Do you want to try? Do you want to try? As opposed to just selling out my idea. You want to try? I am trying. Okay, <laughs> sing it. Put your heart into the ba 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 ba. Thank you. R.I.P. headphone users. Yeah, they're cool. F. Okay, Zwick, hopefully you can cut something there into like a stinger. Okay, on three, let's say let's both say what our favorite thing on the McDonald's menu is. Okay. One, two, three. Chicken Sausage, selects. egg, and cheese McGriddle. <laughs> McGriddles. Are those the one where they put... So good. Are McGriddles the one where they put the syrup in, the, inject the syrup into the... The bis- pancake. They what? Got- what was it like? Because there were no McGriddles, and then there were McGriddles. When they rolled out McGriddles, did they have like a conference? Uh, I, w- I wasn't privy to it, but I imagine they might have. No, I mean, for you, like, because I remember when they introduced the new McDonald's character, they made you all have a meeting. Yes, we did. We had to have a meeting about, what was it? Why did I just almost want to call it Gritty? I don't remember its name. If anybody doesn't know, McDonald's used to have... This horrifying mascot. They did not get rid of Ronald McDonald, but they added in this horrific mascot of it was a Happy Meal. His name was Happy. Yes. That's what it was. Yes, it was. His name was Happy. He was a Happy Meal box with a gigantic mouth and awful, awful dead serial killer eyes. And we we had to have a meeting where they told us all about Happy and how happy was going to be the new mascot. And we had to ask kids if they wanted a happy toy because they gave out happy toys. It was unisex, so I don't know why we would be asking them. But it was so ugly. It was so ugly. And I remember just the whole meeting was us talking about how ugly it was. And the manager tried to defend it. Like, oh, he's very popular in Europe. I don't know. This is the one time I'm going to use it. This episode, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Europe that you guys find this 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 shit entertaining but n- no i'm gonna say it's very popular in europe is something that we in america say when we don't have any other way to convince you you know what yeah. i mean like, what, what how the hell would the how would the hell would the mcdonald's mid-shift manager in north hollywood california have access to european marketing polling data if you don't remember what happy is they're like when McDonald's made its own minions, but instead of minions, they were little Happy Meal boxes. And remember, they would go around and go like, mah, 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 Yes, and their mouth took up about 80% of their face. It was very scary, and I could see how children would be very easily scarred by Happy. They had a, Happy had a lot of teeth. Happy had a lot of teeth. Happy had too many teeth for Happy's mouth. You know who else has a lot of teeth? The Big Bad Wolf. Oh, Grandma, what big teeth you have. Terrifying. And sharks. And, yes, sharks have a lot of teeth. The Tooth Fairy, that sick bitch, collected children's teeth. That's disgusting. To get her jollies. Who does that? Imagine this. Oh, what'd you do last night, Stereos? I uh, went into my son's room and stole his teeth. Don't worry, though. I paid him for them. What are you doing with your kid's teeth? Are you making a voodoo doll of your kid and trying to get that doll into Stanford? Lori Lachlan? What are you doing? Hey, Felicity Huffman. <laughs> hey, Felicity. I'm in a real huff, Felicity, about the weird little dolls you're making out of your kid's teeth to get them into USC. They're already rich. Why do they have to go to Harvard? Oh, man. I feel kind of bad for those kids. I feel kind of bad for the kids because, first of all, they clearly don't know that their college degree is not going to benefit them in any way at all. <laughs> oh, segment. News headlines from around the web. This is news headlines from around the web. Uh, if you have been living under a rock for a week. I read the indictment, too, by the way. Let me tell you, full of gold. <laughs> <laughs> the indictment? Apparently, they were wiretapping 
them and that's how they got all of this evidence it is available on the new york times website it is 500 pages long but i highly recommend at least skimming it because you will be hooked there is so many ridiculous things going on in this case at one point um i don't remember who it was but one of the parents because like 70 parents are on this list yes most of them aren't famous, but one of the parents, they were sitting in a doctor's, uh, for some reason, they were going to fake this kid's penmanship on one of these tests or something. Like they were going to have somebody come in and take the SAT for him. And they were like, we need a sample of his penmanship so we can uh, fake it. And the lady responds back, and they're coordinating this fraud over email. For some, Why does everyone always do it over email? <laughs> Get a Proton Mail account. Why? Why are you like, hey, you that fraud we're going to commit. Send electronic records. But the parent is like, his penmanship is awful. So and then she takes a screenshot of it and says it says, good luck with this. It's a sentence the kid wrote and it says, this is my current writing style. Thank you. And it look it is the some of it looks like a kindergartner. With 10 broken fingers. Let's send this kid to Harvard for no god. It's just, it's your, that is turning your kids into status symbols, is what it's doing. That's the only reason. My kid went to Harvard. I'm a great mom. My kid went to Harvard. Where did your kid, it's like, neither of your kids will be working when they leave this college. They're rich. Yeah, it's that's why I kind of feel bad because the kids clearly don't give a shit. Like they would just be happy, be just as happy going to UC. Somebody paid three hundred fifty thousand dollars to get their kid into UCLA. What are you doing? How how bad were these test scores? Now I need to know. Lori Loughlin's kids. By the way, I've always had a soft spot for Lori Loughlin. Loved her as Aunt Becky in. In Full House, very attractive on Seinfeld. I even watched some other show. Like there was some ABC summer soap, nighttime soap opera that had Lori Loughlin in it. And as a kid, I was like, I'm going to watch this because Lori Loughlin's in it. And I think she's very attractive. I like Felicity Huffman in Booty Court. You remember that show? Booty Court. She was the judge and Sir Mix-a-Lot was the other judge. And it was billed as like a female empowerment thing, but it was really just judging booties. <laughs> Felicity Huffman. Yeah, booty court. Felicity Huffman's booty court. Look it up right now. Okay. How much do you want to bet that Oscar Award nominee Felicity Huffman? No, before we look it up, how much do you want to bet? Zero dollars. Okay. (laughs) Way to have confidence. Felicity. Felicity Huffman deletes social media after. (laughs) (laughs) Felicity Huffman booty... Zwick, can you put in like some like Jeopardy music here like while we're looking this up? Look, look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. A. It's called Felicity Huffman's Booty Academy. Oh, Beauty Academy. B. It's part of the BoJack Horseman <laughs> universe. That's like me saying, "Have you ever seen Judge Reinhold Court Show?" But it's real. It's really her voice. The Booty Academy. Sir Mix a Lot was the other judge. <laughs> okay, but it was it was a bit though. When they did the, when in the episode of The Simpsons that had a small moment from Cheers, where Norm smashed his beer bottle and said, I'll gut you like a fish, you brain dead hick. Now, he didn't do that in continuity. That was a parody. Continuity with what? The universe? Because Booty Court is real. The argument was not, is Booty Court fictitious? It was, is it real? And it is. It just doesn't have to be part of this universe. You, sh- you know what? I've, I often say this on the show. You have absolutely just convinced me right there. And by the way, I know that sounds sarcastic. <laughs> it does. I need to find a better way to say it. Liberal surrender hands. <laughs> you should have bet $5 because I, now I would owe you money. There is such a thing as Felicity <laughs> Huffman's Booty Academy. She does do the voice. You're right. Which, to be fair, I guess the devil's advocate here was I said booty court. And if we're going to get I'm really gonna, that nitpicky about not, this. No. no, no, no. Look, first thing that came up on my phone was Booty Academy. That's very, very <laughs> close. That's very close. Well, Felicity Huffman will soon be judging booties in prison, unfortunately. I like during sports night. She's not going to jail. <laughs> no. They're going to cut a deal. No, no, no. no. They're not going to cut a deal. They're going to go. 
because any any district attorney who doesn't put these guys at least in minimum security prison will be voted out next term. Like, um, this has way too many people upset. Like, rich people get off all the time when nobody's watching. But when people are watching, you've got to send the rich people to minimum security country club jail. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they would send her anywhere other than minimum security. She's not like, a danger to herself or others. Yeah. She's just a dumbass. Yeah, I know. They get, like, cell phones in there and Netflix. They do? Yes. Some of these minimum security prisons, like, uh, what is it? Um, a long time ago, I read about the minimum security prison that Scooter Libby was sent to. Um, he was a Republican operative during the Bush administration. They have, like, uh, Bowflex machines. Really? Yeah. These guys are, like, getting in shape. They don't have to deal with their kids. Imagine this. You're 60. Do you want to deal with your kids? Probably not. Do you want to hang out with other dudes all day, watch Netflix, work <laughs> <Get> out? shanked. <laughs> it's minimum security. Exactly. So, sometimes they don't even have locks on the doors. In these places. Wow. Like, there are minimum security prisons where you could conceivably just walk out. Nobody does. Because if you do that, you get put in real jail. But it's like, it's it's a brocation. <laughs> brocation. It's a brocation, baby. I think if I ever went to jail, I would use my time very effectively. Okay. Because I'm not, I'm not going to, look at me, I'm not going to Maxim. I'm not going to Max. <laughs> I don't know. You seem like the kind of girl who might get caught up in some sort of weed dealing thing, like in Orange is the New Black. Did that happen in Orange? They sold heroin on that show. It wasn't weed? No, it was heroin. The girl from that 70s show sold heroin? Yeah, she smuggled. She was a heroin smuggler. Cobra. And Cobra sends a guy to the prison as a guard to kill her, but she accidentally kills him. And now he's, I, don't, I haven't watched the show in a while, but I think he's buried behind the prison. How did she accidentally kill him? Well, it was very much not an accident. Okay, like, <laughs> there you go. He attacks her and yeah. then she kills him. Good for her. Good for that girl from that 70s show. But what the guard sees is that there is a dead guard. <laughs> like nobody's going to believe that the guard tried, like and then Alex right. would be in jail forever. Right. Well, that's when she gets sent to maximum security prison, right? Because then she gets said, oh, no, that's after the prison burns down. They go to maximum security a bunch of times and then come back. God damn. Okay. We were talking about McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like McDonald's. I feel like I'm the only one that's, that's to use the parlance of our times, here for chicken selects. You are. They're not good. Why do you think that is? They're dry. They're too dry. Sometimes they're really greasy. Are you kidding me? Chicken it's selects? either re- so greasy or dry. Yeah. A stale McNugget is easier to eat than a stale chicken select. Yeah. It, it, and uh, I've eaten many, many stale <laughs> items because when, like, sometimes food gets made by accident, it'll just sit in the tray warmer, and they don't like to immediately give it to you, accident food, because they're like, oh, we can still sell this. But then after so much time, it's like, oh, we can't sell this anymore. <laughs> so you could just eat it. Yeah, no, so I've eaten pretty much everything stale. Chicken selects are one of the worst things to eat stale. I'm trying to think of other things that are good to eat after a while. That paper-thin bacon they make for that breakfast thing, if I had to reheat that, I bet it wouldn't taste great. But wait, but you would know. You're the McDonald's expert. I mean, that's microwaved, too. It is? Mm-hmm. God damn. It comes in sheets. It comes in these big plastic sheet things, and you microwave it, and then you peel the top sheet off. I would say breakfast items that are not sandwiches are good. Okay. Old like pancakes. The hotcakes are good. The eggs are always pretty good. How do they make those eggs? Is it just a big carton of gloop? No, it actually is eggs. Tell me. I don't know. Eggs from a chicken. We get eggs from a chicken and then that's they scramble them on the fryer. You guys crack eggs? Yes, uh-huh. It Fresh is actually cr- eggs or it was when I worked there. God damn. Because there's these McDonald's commercials now where they're talk where they keep using the phrase like freshly cracked egg. <laughs> and here's here's what this makes me think. Cuz a long 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 time ago, I worked on Carl's Jr. and they were like it's got hand, we've got hand scooped ice cream sandwiches. And I was like, ooh. But then 
It turned out that they were hand scooped in another facility. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> they were hand scooped and then put it put on the thing and then wrapped in a package and then sent to Carl's Jr.'s all around California. So at one point they were hand scooped. But when you hear hand scooped, you think someone's in the back with a scoop. Yeah, then you could say anything about everything, like fresh avocado. This avocado was fresh when Jorge picked it, but now it's been sent to McDonald's and it's not. Can we find a different name for the person that picked Joey. it Joey. Oh, perfect. Or what about this? Rainisha. Huh? That's more racist than what I said. Uh-uh, because now we're... What? We're saying that... that people of a certain gender and a certain ethnic background aren't allowed to work wherever they want? No, I'm not saying you can't combine a noun plus Isha and get an African-American name. That's a real name! <laughs> no, it isn't. I'm looking it up right Five dollars! No, I'm not confident. Yeah. Girls, they're never confident. Anyway, okay. Back to, back to Wack Tuttles. Yeah, so when these commercials are saying freshly cracked egg... I'm thinking to myself, yeah, freshly cracked in Borneo and then turned into powder, sent to America. But no, you're cracking these eggs. Let me clarify something real quick. Okay. All of the eggs are not freshly cracked. There are two types of eggs that you can get at McDonald's on a sandwich. You can get the Egg McMuffin eggs, you know, like the kind that comes with the whites and the yellows in it. Or you can get the only yellow folded eggs. Folded eggs come frozen. Okay, okay. So if I'm getting the big breakfast, which comes with microwave bacon, frozen eggs, and, but you said those pancakes, how, are those pancakes frozen too? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, we could sit here and talk, it's like, we're talking plenty of shit about McDonald's. I've also seen the thing where what's his name, Jamie Oliver's like, your chicken nuggets are made of garbage. <laughs> and then like he pulls a thing and like a bunch, like slowly like a chicken slurry comes out <laughs> looking like a machine is taking a dump. Like the world's worst Play-Doh fun factory. And they're like, then they put bleach in it. You still want to eat this. And I'm like, I do. Jamie. And the kids are like, yeah, yeah the kids <laughs> love it. And me, I'm also like, oh, so it's like, there was a great <clears throat> Tumblr post going around that was, it was a slurry of just pink slime coming out of a machine. And people were like, this is what your chicken nugget is. It's the bones and the guts ground together. And then somebody quote tweet, whatever Tumblr's version of quote tweet is, was like, bitch, that's tubby custard. And then a picture of Teletubbies that it came from. Okay, now if my mom wasn't in the other room, we would all say where. There's only two zones where that's coming out, and they're both very funny. <laughs> Tubby custard. Tubby custard. Yeah, Tubby makes uh, tel- uh, one of the Teletubbies makes Tubby custard, <laughs> the purple one. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Okay, that one I will bet on. No, no, no. You, but I can, I can see it in your eyes <laughs> that you would win that. What is Tubby custard? How is it made? In the time, I have no idea. I've just seen that Tumblr post, like the picture of the pink slurry and then people say oh this is disgusting and then somebody recognizes it and posts a screenshot from teletubbies of okay tinky winky making tubby custard. okay well, wait we don't know it's tinky winky that's making let, let's let okay we're gonna take a short break we're gonna get some more water get some more coffee maybe refill our doritos a little <laughs> get some bit tubby custard and then we are both going to look up everything we can about tubby custard because the listeners need to know what tubby custard okay. is, which tubby's making it, how it's being made, what color is it, does it taste good, how many Weight Watchers points it is. We'll be right back after this. Tubby custard. Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Kokodo. Sriracha's with me, as always. Sriracha, in the intervening commercial break, yes. I have apologized to my mom for how annoying we're being. And made myself a cup of coffee, which I forgot to bring here. It's right there. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. Now, what have you done with this break? Uh, I looked up the, on the Teletubbies wiki. Apparently, there is a Teletubbies wiki. Excellent. Tubby custard. Tubby custard is pink custard that the Teletubbies eat. It comes out of the Tubby custard machine. It is unknown where the Cubby custard comes from. It is unknown. It is unknown that where the Tubby custard comes from the machine 
So, okay, this mm-hmm. was lit, written by uh, one of the target audience of Teletum. <laughs> like, Excellent. Tubby Custard is quite messy that the... T- Tubby Custard is quite messy that... Am, am I... Am I having a seizure or is this very weird? Can I try reading it just for fun? <laughs> yes. Here we go. <laughs> it comes it comes out of the tap of the tubby custard machine. It is unknown that where the tubby custard <laughs> comes from the machine. Tubby custard is quite messy that the Teletubbies have to wear bibs while having tubby custard. There are many incidents where the Teletubbies spill their tubby custard or make too much. You gotta sell. You can't assume that the person writing your copy even knows English. I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. That is not written correctly, right? That reminds what's that thing where it's like, who would even to believe and or to fight for? Wait, what is that thing? What the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? I'll have you know English. <laughs> Wait, how much of that can you do? Um I graduated top of my class in the Marine Corps. I am a uh, one of the top snipers in the United States that I have over 300 confirmed kills. I can kill you in over 400 ways and that's just using my bare hands. I don't remember what comes after that. Okay, do you know, what's the other one that you sometimes tell? Because she'll just say this to me as if we're on the internet even though we're in real life and at a Wendy's. What's the one about the... Ch- John? Yes! Hi, my name... Hi, F. Slur. My name is John, and I hate every single one of you. All of you are no-life losers. <laughs> uh, I, I get that it's fun to make fun of people, but this is ridiculous. Come at me. I'm pretty much perfect. I played three varsity sports in high school, <laughs> soccer, ba- and I was... I. I was the starter on the basketball team, and I was also the quarterback of my high school's football team. What sports do you play besides jerk off to naked Japanese people on the internet? <laughs> naked drawn Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I feel bad reciting that now that I know that your brother watches this show. It's okay. It's okay. And he also watches it with his children. Oh, no. <laughs> I will say this. I am... I don't know why... I'm proud of you for knowing that. And it kind of raises your status in the old, like early 2000s, like status game dating bullshit. It's a very high status move that you know these. Just putting it out there. Pick related is me and my bitch. She just blew me. Shit was so cash. Shit was so cash is usually what it's referred to as. Okay. That meme. Got it. Could you even call it a meme? Because it's copy pasta. It's a meme. <laughs> if, if, uh, me- memes are replicable and they're funny because they're memes. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Okay. Tubby Custard. So re- so honestly, would it be fair to say that you've learned nothing about Tubby Custard? You don't know what it's made of, how it's made. You just know it comes out of a machine and they enjoy it. Yeah, and it apparently looks like smashed up chicken, chicken guts. Are there at least... Do- can you at least tell me if every Teletubby has their own flavor of Tubby Custard? No, it's all the same stuff. They just make Tubby Custard and eat it. Okay. That would be like me making human pudding. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're Teletubbies. That is their race. Tubby Custard. I make human pudding. Is it made out of humans? No, but I'm a human and I eat it. I get it from my human pudding machine. We use baby oil. That's not made out of babies. No, that's true. It's not. But whale oil is made out of whales. Hmm, fuck those whales. Oh, wait, no, I'm not swearing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We only... Now, look, this is going to be a shorter episode of The Loudest Podcast because, look, some people are asking, Stereos, why are you in Florida? Why does it seem like you're in Florida all the time? Are you secretly rich? Were you not sued? Are you not constantly applying for jobs every moment? Remember the other day when I woke up at 3 a.m. and started applying for jobs? Yes. And went back to bed? Yes. Yeah. I'm here because my mom, her medical, it's nothing terrible, but it's like she was going to be alone in the house for five days, and me and my dad were like, what happens if you fall down? Like, what, what, what are you, you going to do if you fall? You can't be alone for five days in the house. And then my mom was like, I have neighbors. And it's like, your neighbors look like skeletons. Like, if you, if you fell down. You've been to Florida, everybody looks like skeletons. Yeah, if you fell down. And then your neighbor tried to pick you up. Your neighbor's arms would fall off. And now they would be fall down too. And now we got two people fall down. God for And oh, Florida, 
you, you, you call an EMT down here, and the first thing they do is pull out a gun and run. Dude. I swear to God, they go. It sounds like you need a walletectomy, and then they take your wallet and they run away. Then they run in the away. ambulance, and they, they don't help you. They don't help you. So that's why I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida five days. We're leaving on Tuesday. We gotta wrap. We gotta do this episode quick because it's like, like I gotta show Siraj the birds or the porgs. Both, and it's time for survive. Did that make you uncomfortable and nervous that I said all that? Uh, no, no, okay. it's just a bizarre. Like you're like, oh, we can't make this episode too long, and here's a 20 minute explanation why. Okay, I just I feel I feel very I feel nervous that people think I'm vacationing all the time. Okay, well we're not vacationing here. We're on very serious bird business. <laughs> oh God damn it! Anyway, all right, all right. It's time for another one of Sriracha's Survivor Screeds. Zwick, play the drum thing she told you to play. Or the... Okay, now here's the bumper for it, Zwick. The tribe has spoken. This segment's great. Sriracha's Survivor Screeds. This tribe has spoken. Oh, serious. I made a serious watch Survivor this week so we could talk about it. Uh, if you don't watch Survivor because you're not currently living in a nursing home, <laughs> uh, here's what happened this week. There is a uh, two tribes, and one of the, the tribe's names are Kama and Manu. And Manu has lost every single immunity challenge thus far. So they decide to do uh, an early team switch up, which I used to absolutely hate those. But at this point, I really do understand why they had to do it because I don't know anybody on Kama's tribe at all. I know Joey and that is it. I can't even I don't think I could remember any of the other people's names except for Julia because Julia is mad that Julia has not gotten a talking head segment interview what is that what it's called yes the interview the talking headset yeah when it's just you talking to the camera yeah it's also known as a confessional yeah she has not gotten a confessional yet and she's very upset and she thinks that it is because she's african-american i think it's just that they there's not a lot going on like they don't spend a ton of time filming Kama's tribe that's not what you said last night when you were drunk what did i say you said i'm starting to think that maybe it is because she's african-american i mean i it's been four episodes at this point it's been four episodes so i am starting to get on her side with it but last week she was complaining about it last week and it's like the only scene we saw from Kama is this terribly awkward scene in which victoria is uh the hot redhead the hot redhead is oh my god she looks like Wendy from Wendy's, but like what you'd want. She looks like we- oh Wendy's waifu. She's great. I don't get it. Everybody thinks she's real hot. I don't. I don't see it. That's but okay. I understand why. Jealousy's weird. She's talking to a bunch. <laughs> she's talking to a bunch of other tribe members about voting Joe out, and Joe is standing right behind them. And here's the whole thing. Um, that painfully awkward scene it's like julia like if it was between you doing a confessional and joe sitting there awkwardly listening to his tribe members talk about how he's had his shot at survivor and he needs to go the second that they lose because he's going to destroy every individual immunity challenge i'm definitely going with that one i now look again survivor has been on since i think before 9 11 so survivor's been on for almost 20 years I'm seeing four or five episodes of Survivor. You gotta get rid of Joe. He's a big, strong, tough guy. He's final three material. You gotta get rid of Joe. But if you get rid of Joe too early, then your team isn't equipped for these immunity challenges. And if you don't win these immunity challenges, one of you's going home. So it's a delicate dance you must do with the Joe. Joe is not going to get anywhere near. <laughs> Final three? Yeah, no, Joe is not going to get, because first of all. By the non- way, I don't know who Joe is or what he looks like. I just assume he's a strong, tough guy. He's the hot guy. He's the hot guy with the mustache. Oh, the man, oh, man bun? Yeah. This guy is built like a brick shithouse. <laughs> like, Sarah just telling me, like, there's a really hot guy in the show. Like, oh, last episode of the Liars podcast. Try to tell me there's a really hot guy, scraggly mustache, long hair. Oh, God, yes. Man bun. This guy's muscles have muscles. He's, he's a, like, you want to talk about a swimmer's build? It looks like they built him out of three other swimmers. Oh, yeah, and this 
bathing suit is starting to get too loose on him. It's slung around the bottom of Fuck yeah. It's and just, then he's going to get the Vs. Yeah, he already has them. Oh, God, yes. So, what? Now, look. What's the dirtiest phrase you know for those Vs? Uh, it's called a happy trail, isn't it? Or is that something different? No, that's something different. Ha- okay, we have to whisper now. Yeah, I don't know what this okay, is. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. No, a happy trail is like when a girl has like stomach hair. And then it goes all the way down and it kind of mingles with her pubic hair. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, okay. It's all right. disgusting. That the, sounds the, disgusting. The phrase, the phrase happy trail is like ironic. It's not a very happy trail. Okay. <laughs> okay. But the V's, I also sometimes hear them referred to as cum gutters. Oh, oh my God, really? That's so explicit. I know. I thought you'd know because you're the one who traditionally knows Is all this explicit. Yeah you're, yeah, you're the little Miss 4chan over here. Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to ever hear that. That's dirty. While I'm setting up lights, she goes, I'm going to relax and go on Kiwi Farms. <laughs> like, I'm going to go on Kiwi Farms to chill out, unwind, bliss, <laughs> follow my dreams. Chris got, Christian got demoted. Uh, Christian, instead of going to jail for a pepper spraying, that employee and not paying debt has is in something called a therapeutic docket. Okay. Which is for severe. Sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. New segment. <laughs> Sriracha's low cow update. Okay. Rick, please put in the did it dits. And if you need help finding the did it dits, let me know. He's a zoomer. He might not know what the did it 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 Tell everybody, they don't even know about the pepper spray. Uh, tell them this from the beginning. I'm pretty shaky on the details here about this. Uh, Christian pepper spray to GameStop employee. Because Christian was vandalizing merchandise and the employee told Christian to leave. Christian did not leave. I will, I'm sorry. You're going to have to start simpler. Who is Chris Chan? Uh, That's the thing. It's like, you got to... Because people don't, you Zoomers who live on Kiwi Farms just assume everybody knows. Like, when you start telling me the story, you're just like, oh, uh, Christian pepper spray. And it's like, our listeners are like, what are you talking about? I don't have, we need to make that an entire episode because there's too much lore surrounding it. I would be here all day if I started from the beginning. All right, next episode, look. There's someone on the internet named Christine Weston Chandler. Yeah. She is known for being... A mentally ill, deranged person on the internet who Sriracha has informed me uh, would go to GameStops to color in Sonic the Hedgehog's arms. Because <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog's arms are not freaking blue. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> at some point, they changed Sonic the Hedgehog's uh, design in the design Bible so that the arms were blue instead of tan. So, Christine Weston Chandler would go around at GameStops and color the, the arms in tan with a tan marker now obviously she's vandalizing property she's not buying that's illegal <laughs> that's super duper illegal so uh eventually she pepper sprayed a gamestop employee and then also ran over a manager with her car correct michael we'll, snyder <laughs> we'll tell wait what's his name michael snyder <laughs> yes sir we'll t- okay We'll get more into Christine Chan in the next episode of Loudest Podcast. It'll be a Christine Weston Chandler uh, special. Anyway, Wendy. You got to tell people about Wendy. Wendy. Oh, my God. So, Wendy is invincible. Wendy is a survivor player who has got the power of God and anime and autism on her side. Mm -hmm. Wendy is a member of the Manu tribe. Wendy should have been voted out last week because Wendy... Uh, so, if you've never watched Survivor show, uh, if you've ever watched yeah. Survivor before, every show pretty much follows a f- basic four act structure. You have the introductory shots of both tribes talking about what happened last week. You have a reward challenge. What a reward challenge is, if you win the reward challenge, you get something that makes your life a little more comfortable, more rice, better food. Uh, sometimes they give you cheeseburgers or furniture for your camp. Okay. Manu, the only challenge Manu has ever... Oh, and then after that, you have your immunity challenge where you either individually or as a tribe get to avoid tribal council, the winner, and then your tribal council where you vote somebody off, right? Right. So... 
So, and sometimes there is no reward challenge, but there's always that first part, the third part, and the last part. Okay. So, <laughs> the only uh, challenge, the only challenge period that Manu has ever won was a reward challenge, and Manu got to their reward was chickens. <laughs> this is a very, very common survivor reward. <laughs> is chickens and then it, you get to decide whether you want to kill the chicken and eat the meat or help let, let them lay eggs and then you have eggs for a while right so manu wins the chickens and wendy is a member of the mound tribe is very upset at the prospect of killing these chickens and she's trying to convince her tribe not to kill the. this is where things start going downhill for wendy wendy starts playing this game like a total jackass wendy Really doesn't want to kill the chickens. So they're sitting there and they're talking to her, trying to logic her way out of this. She's like, Wendy, you eat meat at home. Because originally I thought, oh, she's going to be like a hardcore vegan that doesn't want. No, she eats chicken at home. And they were like, why? Oh, you know that those chickens get killed, too. And she's like, yeah, but it comes in a package. I'm like, Wendy, do you think this comes from a lab or something? The chickens you have for at this survivor are living a much better life than the chickens at the Tyson factory back home. So Wendy decides in order to stop them from killing the chickens, she hides their flint. Right. The, which they need to start fires. Suraj, you told me. They need their flint to purify drinking water. Yes, you need to boil the water. You can't. I mean, I don't know. I thought they just got water. I didn't know they had to, like, fight for their water. I don't know, Survivor. I'm pretty sure they have, every season they have a well, and you need to, you need to boil the water. You can't just drink water. Okay. I don't, okay, I get, yes, the flint is crucial to their survival. Wendy steals the flint. Everybody knows that Wendy steals the flint. The first thing. Wentworth says, Wentworth is one of her tribes. He's like, I, Kelly freaking st- steal the, stole the flint. So she goes and she confronts her. She says, did you steal the flint? Kelly, uh, Wendy says, no. They, they know she's lying, but they don't. they searching for the flint. They can't find it. Wendy, slick, slick as ever, Wendy, replaces the flint after the prospect of killing the chickens has kind of passed. Now we get to this week. Oh, and also, Wendy, Wendy gets no votes. <laughs> that Knight's tribal council because man loses the immunity challenge. They didn't vote off Wendy. She stole the flints. Yes. Let me tell you what happened. This made me so freaking angry. So they decide that they want to get rid of Wentworth. Okay. Everybody on this tribe really does not like Wentworth. I don't understand why. And I've explained why multiple times. She's wearing glasses. Victoria wears glasses. In Those are hot little glasses, though. Wentworth is wearing thick, horn-rimmed glasses, like Hillary Rodham Clinton or a librarian. When I see Wentworth's face, that's a woman trying to tell me what to do, and I, and I will not stand for it. Unlikable. As opposed to the redhead wearing glasses, She's got pigtails. She's got a nice little hat. The glasses, very thin, gold-rimmed glasses. Oh, I just want to take care of her and love her forever. I mean, and she's also a sex object. It's perfect. I get both. Mm-hmm. I get both needs there. She's the girl next door, but it's, it's also look. I'm just saying, Wentworth. Wentworth sounds like someone who would tell me to go to my room. Even though Wentworth has literally done nothing or said nothing wrong. Have you seen that face? I mean, I get why the Survivor contestants want to vote her out. She's incredibly good at Survivor. Oh, just say that. (laughs) But I mean, like, the audience does not like Wentworth. I don't know why. I love Wentworth. I hope she makes it. I know she's not going to win. She's another one that's going to get... Her and Joe are going to get knocked out as soon as they roll around to individual immunity challenges. But, um... She's two contact lenses away from Survivor, from winning Survivor. I'm just telling you right now. She starts searching for the immunity aisle the first stay there on the island why don't they all start searching for the immunity idol right away I everybody keeps know. saying this about wentworth everyone's like wentworth's real hot for this immunity idol it's like you're not if you find the immunity idol hidden somewhere on the island you can use it to avoid a tribal council and being voted off that night yeah but i saw some nerd dude at monkey's house but if you have the immunity idol and everybody knows that you have the immunity idol they're gonna try to out it from because you can only use your immunity aisle once so the second everybody finds out that you have the hidden immunity aisle they're voting for you so you use it yeah and nullify it right Mm -hmm. yeah that's why that nerd hid it in his shoe 
But you like you don't want everybody to know that you have the hidden immunity. <laughs> Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so half of this tribe goes and was like, "We need to get Wentworth out." <laughs> so here's the plan: we're gonna vote for Wentworth. Don't tell War Dog. <laughs> we don't need War Dog's vote. And War Dog is gonna. Uh, he's uh, in an alliance with Wentworth. Don't tell War Dog. We don't need his vote. He's just gonna fuck everything up. He's just going to mess everything up. Okay. What does Chris do? Immediately goes and tells Wardog. Wardog then goes to Wentworth and says, hey, they're going to vote you out. So then they flip the vote on Chris. Chris goes home. Why not Wendy? Wendy's right there. And Wendy doesn't get a single vote because everybody just assumes that everybody else is going to vote for Wendy. Okay, that's, that's terrible, terrible planning. <laughs> so Wendy gets no votes. This week... They do, they mix up the tribe. They attempt to mix up the tribes, make three tribes. Everyone pulls the same color. Everyone is with their same teammates, except for Wendy, who is with a new tribe of former comma players. And we see them randomly pick up like, uh, like these, uh, we see them like randomly pick teams and it works out perfectly. All the teams are the same, except Wendy jumps from one team to another. So now Wendy's on a team, and they don't know Wendy's a fuck-up. They no. don't know Wendy hid the flint and has a thing about the chickens. This couldn't be working out better for Wendy. Wendy has a clear social slate. So it's like when you move to a new school. You can be a cool kid at the new school. Unless on your first day, you fuck up. So what does Wendy do on her first day? So Wendy has a chance to completely restart and not be the main target that everyone is just obviously know is going to vote out. What does, Wendy also gets the advantage of going back to her former. She gets to keep their shelter that they already built all their food while all of her former teammates have to go to a new camp. And start over start over without the chickens they don't have any chickens <laughs> so wendy no fire pit they nothing get, they get to the camp wendy is showing them around sitting on the sand and they're talking about the chickens and there's this hilarious <laughs> scene where as soon as one of the new tribe members i don't even know any of these people's name i'm sorry i can't remember who these people are mm -hmm. if they're not on the blue tribe <laughs> says something about the chickens and you have this 30 second long thousand yard stare of Wendy just staring off into the ocean. So Wendy is trying to first convince her tribe not to kill the chickens. And the first thing she says is, they're like, oh, you have chickens? We could eat them. And she says, yeah, but we also have fishing gear. It's like, Wendy, why are you upset why do you not want to kill the chickens, but you're totally fine with killing these fish that are native in their native habitat? Yes, it's much, much, much worse. These fish think they're getting food and instead they're getting death. And then the second thing Wendy does is Wendy's like, you know, these chickens are probably going to start laying eggs. So there's no reason to kill the chickens because they're going to lay eggs. So here's what Wendy's doing. Hey, why don't we harvest their unborn babies and eat their unborn babies? That's better than eating the chickens. Wendy's, Wendy's weird. Wendy, Wendy is wild. Yeah, they even She's have a, a rooster. Card. So in theory, wouldn't you have more chickens at yes. some point? Yeah, if you have a rooster, chickens will start laying a bunch of eggs around a rooster. We used to have chickens in my backyard. Did you know that? How fast do chickens hatch? Mm, I don't know. It takes a while. It's like it's not like an overnight thing. And you got to take care of the baby chicks. We often would just like it's like baby chicks are like a bit like we wouldn't we would just get more chickens. Like we wouldn't try to raise them from baby chicks like one or two. We did. Okay. So Wendy is trying to convince these people not to eat the chickens. And they're, and they're all like, we're going to eat the chickens though, Wendy. Like we're hungry. We're on an island. We're, we're starving on an island. We need this meat to win immunity challenge, right? So Wendy decides to go full r turn <laughs> release the chickens. So in the middle of the night, <laughs> the night, in the middle of the night, Wendy, I mean, you got to tell people what happened. She releases the chickens in on this island. They are absolutely, these chickens are absolutely going to die now. Yes. And they're going to die a much more painful death than just getting your head cut off. Yes. It's like when you release a bunch of doves at a at a wedding. It's like, congratulations, you just killed all those birds. It's like what happened when PETA freed the minks in the mink farm. Have I ever told this story on the show? This is hysterical. So, PETA. I know this story and it's not very funny, but please continue. <laughs> so some animal rights activists 
broke into a mink farm and released a bunch of minks into a nearby wood wooded area, right? Be free, minks, you did it. Apparently, how the minks were being fed in this mink farm was there was a conveyor belt that would bring food along to them. So they learned to, when they heard the conveyor belt, to run over to it because they were going to get fed. Apparently, the sounds of the conveyor belt also sounds a lot like an 18-wheeler driving down the highway. So a couple hours after they released all of these minks, they ran into a highway and all got like... And now the fur is useless, by the way, because now all this fur has like bones and gristle and blood ground into it. It's like these minks at least could have maybe kept someone warm. <laughs> it's just like your lives are meaningless now, minks. You died for nothing, minks. So Wendy frees these chickens on an island that they are not native to or indigenous to. They're just going to die. Uh, you know what they're going to eat? Nothing. They're going to die. They're going to starve to death slowly. Or they're going to get trapped in the high tide of the ocean or something. Because they're chickens. They're very, very stupid chickens. They're very, very dumb. And so the next morning, the, 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 the rest of the tribe wakes up and they go, yeah, Wendy obviously freed the chicken. Yes. You know the only person who was a little bit squeamish about us eating chicken? So they go to Wendy and they're like, Wendy, what did you do? And she's like, what? I don't know. Uh-huh. And when he goes, I would rather go, I would rather be voted off the island than kill these chickens. And it's like, what? Well, you don't want a million dollars. Wendy, you're crazy. And then she doesn't even, the chickens go eight feet. Like one of the dudes is giving a talking head confessional and he's going, and he goes, the moment I find one of these chickens. I'm going to slaughter them. They're not going back in the cage. They're getting immediately killed. Because if we put them back in the cage, Wendy will free them again. And then in the middle of explaining how he's going to eat a chicken if he finds it, he hears a chicken clucking and he turns around and he goes, oh my goodness. <laughs> not cool, chicken. But again, Wendy, they do one of these challenges, these... uh. Immunity challenges. Oh, my God. The immunity challenge this week. Uh, it rained <laughs> while they were. So the immunity challenge this week was you had to. The first part of it was you had to run up a very steep pyramid shaped, shaped like a triangle type thing. You got ropes. So the idea was that one person who was very strong would run up and then use the rope to help hoist their other teammates. And I don't think the survivor team play tested this challenge in the rain. No, so the first thing you see is it's pouring while they're trying to do this. Is them desperately, like the whole tribe desperately trying to run up and slide it down. All of the play it gets to the point where no one can make it up the hill. So Joe has to turn his body into a human ladder to let his truck climb over him. It takes about 20 minutes for them to make it over the first part of the challenge. Oh, by the way, there are three of these slides. <laughs> like this. this isn't just one slide. Each team has to climb three identical slides in the rain. It's goddamn ridiculous. But now I'm watching these people climbing this these slides, and now I'm getting why boomers like Survivor. Because A... Again, Joe. He's pretty hot. It's he, a trashy reality He, t- he turned himself into a human ladder. So, like, his rippling muscles are even more ripply. But then, B, there's some girl named, like, Janet or something. What's that girl's name? Lauren. Lauren. Oh, there's Lauren. A girl, there's some girl named Lauren who's just running up and down this slide in a Speedo. And they might as well just call it, like, Survivor Upskirt Island. <laughs> it's just nonstop shots of this girl's butt. And the whole, the whole thing is this, she's wearing, she decided to wear very short compression shorts and you, uh, you can see the out, the outline of her labia. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, and uh, they're not even shorts. It's like a compression speedo. She's wearing a compression speedo. She's running up and down. And then every time she almost makes it over the slide, it's like, well, the slide's kind of. I'm just saying, and there's all, there's all these girls, and they're all wearing nothing, and they're all getting rained on. <laughs> but they're 
if someone is styling their hair? What? Really? Their hair looks way too good for I didn't shower for 11 days and I'm on an island. I think it's the beautiful ocean air. <laughs> I think it's the beautiful ocean hairdressers who are like, we got to make these kids look fuckable. Oh, yeah, no. And so Lauren slides down like six times and every time you get this full pan HD shot of her, her shorts attempting to impregnate her. Yes, it's, it's this show. Now I get it. <laughs> now I get Survivor. I'm starting to like Survivor. The new, the people who lose. I'm so happy. We could keep watching it together. I will. I Every week to. we can do one of Sriracha's Survivor screens. I love this show. I love it. Okay. Let me tell you some other shows I love that we will be incorporating segments of in the future. The Big Bang Theory. I just bought us an $80 used refurbished TV off Amazon. It's as big as your head. 80 bucks. It was the last one. You might as well just call it the Big Bang Theory machine. Because that's all we're, we're watching. The Big Bang Theory, Mom and Fam. If there is a CBS show that we can pump into <laughs> this thing via Chromecast. So in the future, I want to do the Big Bong Theory, which is where we get high and then watch an episode of the Big Bang Theory and then try to put back together what happened when we're sober. Okay, that sounds good. We need a segment for mom and maybe we do a thing called mom ver fam versus mom because <laughs> fam is just mom, but it's dad. They clearly wanted to call it dad, but they couldn't call it dad. So they're calling it fam. Have you seen the commercial for fam? It's everybody taking a selfie. This show is boomers. Fuck. It's so boomer. Speaking of boomer shows, my mom is now watching God Friended Me and was very offended when I told her I hate God Friended Me. It's so bad. We watched the pilots of God Friended Me over at Monkey Jones's house. It's really, 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 really bad. We couldn't even make it through the whole episode. I think we stopped after like 20 minutes because it was so bad. Yeah, it's fucking... It's... It's very boomer. In case I don't you don't remember. know the plot of it. <laughs> from the name. From the <laughs> Wait a minute. Why am I explaining? Yes. God becomes Facebook friends with a dude who doesn't believe in God, but his sister believes in God and his dad is a minister. Also, he's a podcaster. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot there's like 10 shows on TV now about podcasters. I'm not even kidding. Anyway. We've gone, oh wow, we've gone way over time. I gotta take Sriracha to the Budgetorium. Ah. I know, I know. I'm gonna take her to the, I prompt, wait, it's, it's almost four o'clock. I gotta take Sriracha to downtown Disney. Yes. Because we need a full day for the Budgies. We gotta go there tomorrow at 10 a.m. Absolutely. All right, I gotta take Sriracha to downtown Disney. She has several outfits picked out for her selfies. Are you excited? Yes. Can you give people a verbal preview of one of these outfits? I have a very long black skirt. I bought from Poshmark and a very off-the-shoulder red top. You'll see it on Twitter if Asterios can take a picture of it correct. Okay, last night, Sriracha told me, because we, we also went out last night. All right, yeah. let's just wrap up with this. Our favorite thing to do in Florida is this. There's a bar called Player One Arcade. It costs $5 to get in on a Friday night, unlimited video games. You can sit behind the bar and play brand new video games on giant HD TVs against people you've never met. Some guy like just housed us at Mario Kart Bunch last of night. nerds, yeah. Some guy just like housed us in Mario Kart. And then we're also trying to play Smash Brothers. There's a, who are the characters? We have to whisper uh, these characters' names. Cummies. That's my mom. I said, what are you, what about whisper? Don't you, you sat here and yelled the word cum cutters. I whispered the phrase cum cutters. Anyway, we played against cummies, big chungus. <laughs> what were the other Fuck, ones? Fucking nerds. There were so many goddamn nerds. But, but, but they also got... Oh, okay. So here's the call to action for this week. If you're in Florida, check out Player One. They got, they got Gauntlet. They got these machines that have every Super Nintendo game. We For $5, we rent a station. We're playing Lego Marvel superheroes from 2013 because we're way too drunk to play normal games. Yeah. And, uh, oh, we love it so much. There's a Japanese place right next door. The Japanese place is so good. It's so goddamn good. We ordered a bottle of sake, like a little $20 bottle of sake, and the bartenderess was just like, this is very, this is 27% alcohol by volume. I flip to the back. I read the label. This sake says, warning, this sake has 
much more alcohol than you might expect than traditional sake. Do you remember that? Yeah, I call that a perfect snow. <laughs> yeah, it was called perfect snow. Stock, it was so good. Anyway, all right. I got to get, oh, but, but then when she's drunk last night, she goes, I'm not going to wear a cute outfit to the day tonight. I go, why? She goes, because you can't take pictures of me at night. You can't. It's true. Stand by it. You don't know where to find your light. You don't know where to find. That's your job. Your job is to not look like Michael J. Fox <laughs> took the picture, and it always does. I'm taking some night selfies you tonight. Deal. I think you're going to love them. It's going to look terrible. You just got to find your light. You, As an actress, you have to find your light. That's what you got to do. That's not the director's job. You're the talent. Isn't that the lighting guy's job? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, look, honestly, both parties are responsible. It's like, obviously, me as a photographer, I need to make sure you're properly lit. Oh, yeah, and the, the, the actors always show up and adjust the clean lights before they film, right? Yeah, very- you can walk in and see James Franco 20 feet in the air. <laughs> it is important as an actress to find your light, though, because if you're on stage and you're in the dark, people can't see you. And what, is somebody going to just adjust the light? No, no, yeah, like fine. a lighting tech. Live? Those lights are rigged. How did they get them up there? <laughs> these these high quality theater lights have a thing called the Com fuck gutters. <laughs> they have a thing called the fuck nut. They have a thing called the fuck nut in it because this nut is always getting fucked up. And so I was like, "Oh, the fuck nut's fucked again." All right, anyway, all right, we gotta go. We gotta go. My mom's in the other room. Bye. This is the most disgusting episode of this show we've done. Oh, watch and my mom's Survivor. in the other room. Watch Survivor. I'll turn Joe into a human ladder. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to The Loudest Podcast. Thank you for supporting us. Don't forget, I got a live show Saturday, March 23rd, 10 p.m. and under St. Mark's. If you want to get tickets, you go to twitter.com slash stereos. Um, we are, uh, The Loudest Podcast is on iTunes and we're on Spotify now. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I got us on Spotify. Great. All right, so you listen, Zoomers, tell your Zoomer friends. We love you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you later. Bye.